The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 of WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Welcome, everyone, to the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean, stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. The countdown to kickoff has begun. I mean, we're two weeks out uh, from the NFL kicking off as a whole, and then only, what, like 14 days till the Eagles head to Detroit week one. Four-point road favorites over on win bet, but before we get there, Got to talk uh, 53 roster projection, maybe even a little, uh, couple season-long bets. But first, we have to discuss, after dominating or definitely beating the Cleveland Browns in joint practices, according to beat writers' tweets, they went down to Miami, and by all accounts, it was not a good performance, not only for uh, the offense, which struggled a little bit, uh, but really the defense seemingly got torched by Tua, which is just so embarrassing on so many levels. Thankfully, it is just a joint practice. Hopefully, they can bounce back for tomorrow. But, Rob, I know it's preseason. I know it's only joint practices. But anything starting to concern you about this team right now? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Is it too early to call for Jonathan Gannon to be fired? Um, <laughs> that would be hilarious if they fired a guy <laughs> like after a joint practice. Like, say... You know, no, I, I, look, I'm kidding. Down in Miami. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I read it seemed I read a little bit of mixed things. I read some positive things about the offense, too. Uh, I think Devontae Smith specifically, I read a couple positive things. I think he had a nice play at, at one point. It might have been incomplete, but I think there was P.I. or something. But, um, you know, I agree with you. It sounds like it wasn't a good day, and it specifically sounds like the defense didn't have a good day. Um, it also sounded like, you know, Slay got banged up a little bit or, yeah. you know, I don't know if it's anything permanent, but he had to leave the field for a bit. Um, so, I, I mean, look, is it good to see? No. Am I going to start panicking over a one practice day? Uh, no. I mean, look, I, a lot of the problem on defense was Tyree Kill. I don't know how many people in the league there are that really can cover him. Um, I mean, he's just fast. Well, yeah, and, and James Bradbury, I guess, who's you know, was out with the groin. He was back at practice, but wasn't involved yet in the like 11 on 11. So if we're out our two top corners and we're facing Tyree kill, we're probably going to be screwed. Yeah. So, I mean, look, let's see how the rest of the week goes. Hopefully we bounce back tomorrow and have an improvement. You know, you never know what they were working on as well. You know, that makes it tough to, uh, you know, really evaluate. So, you know, let's see. Uh, I'm not going to panic till we get to a real game. I'm with Rob. I mean, I wouldn't panic by any means, but I think it does show a little bit on the defensive side of the ball that we're still weak in the safety position, you know, uh, with a guy like Tyreek there, you need somebody over the top to help out. And obviously if you don't have that, 
those guys are going to run a muck all over you. Even if the quarterback is to uh, sometimes those deep bombs can get completed. Then um, that said, I mean, it's, it's a joint practice. I think everybody wants to think, you know, the dolphins aren't that good, but I mean, their, their defense at least is, is relatively defense is relatively decent in the secondary. And I think that's why you saw Hertz check down a little bit, or at least that's what I was reading. He checked down a decent amount, but I, I think the key there is at least from what I read, he didn't have any turnovers. So yeah, he was checking down a little bit. He's facing a, a difficult secondary one that I would say is uh, probably the most difficult he's seen so far this preseason. So it happens. Hopefully it gets better on both sides of the ball, as you guys have just alluded to and pointed out. Uh, but I, obviously it's no reason to panic. It's preseason. Yeah, I am. I am getting slightly nervous about the, uh, now I think the offensive line should be good this year, but I am getting a little nervous that the offensive line hasn't had great practices. They show up in the preseason games, but I am a little worried. You know, there's some injuries, Kelsey lane coming back. I don't know. Slightly, slightly concerned. I mean, it offensive line, usually uh, a point of strength, but it sounded like by all accounts, Hertz was having to check down because he didn't have much time. I don't know. Justin, are you worried at all potentially about the offensive line? As of right now, no. I mean, these guys are kind of sitting out. It's early in the season. Um, we were just talking, you know, a week or so ago about, you know, it's good that Kelsey's out because then we can see Jurgens play, right? And and see these backups in action. So, yeah, they might be struggling a little bit, uh, but I, that's – that's kind of what you see in these guys who don't have a ton of experience. Now I know some of these guys do like Opeta and Driscoll have been there for a while, but still it, they're not the best. So they do need the reps and um, Hertz happens to be the QB back there at the moment. And he still needs to try and make whatever he can happen. Even if there is pressure on him. Yeah. I mean, look, the, the offensive line remains the last thing we should be worried about. Yeah. I said it, I think I said it on the last podcast. I'm going to say it again. These guys know what they have to do to play. Um, I'm not worried about them. You know, from all re- reports, Jurgens has been having a great camp so far. Yeah. So uh, I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, I, I even feel good about him as a backup. Um, you know, there's a lot bigger problems. I mean, one hurts. How is he going to play? That's obviously probably the biggest concern for the team. And and two, I think Justin hit it. The safety remains a weak spot. And, you know, I, I also just think it's a, it's a question mark. How much pressure is the defensive line going to get? I think, you know, there's talent there, but the last few years that we've just been a bit inconsistent with the, the pressure on the defensive line. So hopefully, um, you know, there's a little more consistency there. Yeah, yeah, I probably shouldn't worry about the offensive line. All right, we're going to do our 53-man roster predictions. Uh, we'll go position by position. I don't know, do we want to do this as a group? Do we want to each give out our own 53? Justin, where are you at? Are we doing one together or are we doing our individual ones? Uh, We can do it together. I think it's going to get messy if we all start throwing out our 53 or maybe yeah. even just highlight some of our big ones. So we'll Yeah, I agree. Hand. Yeah, we'll start quarterback. Jalen Hurts, Gardner Minshew, Reed Sinet. It seems like Carson Strong. They like they haven't even put him out in a preseason game, so I don't think there's any way he makes the team. I mean, I don't know, Rob. Am I, am I missing anything here? No, I think you're right. I mean, I, I saw somewhere someone suggested, do they try to put him on IR? Do they try to practice squad him? I mean, he did get as an undrafted free agent one of the biggest guarantees I think uh, out there, if I remember right. Um, 
but I agree. It just doesn't seem like he's ready. Maybe he has another year. Maybe he's still, you know, recovering back to a hundred percent, but um, I don't see how he's on the roster. I did see somewhere where Reed Sinet wasn't on there because I, I guess some teams now just go with two QBs. But I think for us, it's good to have him. Uh, the reason being is, you know, we got Howie. He's a wild card when it comes to QB trades. And I could potentially see, you know, Minshew being shopped somewhere at some point, especially if they feel like Reed might be a decent guy in the wings. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, he, he seems like a guy that would end up on the uh, practice squad. Taking a quick break to talk about win bet. That's right. Bet big, win bigger with win bet. Hey, all you uh, South Jersey Eagles fans, are you heading over to win bet? Are you getting that uh, win bet casino deposit bonus? Are you kidding me? hundred percent deposit bonus up to $1,000. Of course, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet. They just uh, released their first quarterback with five touchdown prop bets. I, uh, I'm all over Jalen hurts. Let's go, baby. 20 to one. Hey, a uh, lot of fun to be had over on when bet of course, bet big win bigger. All you got to do to get started sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, we're also brought to you by Elias. Elias and their new game plan app. That's right. You probably already heard of Elias, the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of the NFL. They got a ton of great nuggets to help you out with your fantasy, uh, help you out with your betting. Again, player news, expert game analysis, perfect for, again, fantasy, betting, impressing your friends with some great nuggets. I just pulled up the Elias game plan app, and I had no idea. Jalen Hurts has a career reception? I didn't even remember that. So Elias is Elias is awesome. And, again, all their stuff is uh, handcrafted. That's right. It's not algorithms or big data putting together these numbers. It's actually guys grinding out spreadsheets, picking out the best nuggets to help you win with fantasy, help you win with betting. And again, just some great nuggets. We've all heard the Elias sports bureau, but now they got a convenient app available for free in the uh, Apple store, Google play store. That's the Elias game plan app. Download it today to get ready for the NFL season. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. That's right. Odds Trader is the perfect place to compare all the odds from the major sports books, get the different sign-up codes, find the best promos. Again, they got a bunch of uh, information here, game day weather, a little bit of everything. But again, the the sign-up codes, the promos, the best offers from all the major sports books. You can get them in one convenient place. All you got to do is go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com, O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R.com slash bluewire odds trader the number one site for all your game day bets and we're back on the diehard eagles podcast all right moving over to running backs i think miles sanders kenny gainwell boston scott are all locks um deandre tory no kennedy brooks probably no i don't know i could see jason huntley making this roster i've seen some flashes out of him i kind of just like him overall I, I don't know. Are, do you think they keep four running backs, Rob, or do you think they keep three? I mean, it seems like they're still poking around possibly for a 
a trade candidate. I, at this point, I'd be surprised if they only kept three, I think, because of Miles's uh, hamstring injury. We don't know how serious that is. Kenny Gainwell was already a little banged up. Boston Scott had a concussion. I think they keep four, and I think the fourth is Jason Huntley. But w- where are you at? Yeah, I, I think Huntley deserves it from what I've seen. Um, you know, I don't want to steal Justin's thunder, but he threw out the other day uh, that he'd be fine cutting Boston Scott. And and honestly, I'm not far off that. I kind yeah. of agree with that. Um, you know, I think between Gainwell and Huntley and Miles Sanders, I'd be fine with that crew. So um, I think they're going to keep three. I think they're just going to prioritize a different position and you know it'll probably be Boston Scott but it wouldn't shock me if they kept four Justin yeah and with you guys uh, uh are we keeping four or are we keeping three here i think we go three i will i will say though you know i am as Rob pointed out i'm tired of boston scott and it's just <laughs> it, he does it's not like he does i don't think he deserves to be cut actually i, I looked at his stats and Hunt, huntley's actually after i was saying that night he's the guy actually to keep over huntley i think you know i like huntley because he's just a new guy with potential and you already know what you're getting with boston scott and it's nothing amazing but it's good um so i would say you still got to keep him unfortunately (laughs) i want to be a boston scott hater but i can't uh but i would say just stick with three um at this point i know sanders gets banked up but i I would i'd like to go with three at this point and if you got to cut huntley and maybe bring in a different guy at some point because he gets picked up somewhere and we, you know, Sanders goes on some list or whatnot. Um, so be it. All right. We'll keep it at three. Um, I w- it would be nice to put Huntley on the list just because of the kick return thing. But you're probably right. I, I, I guess them keeping four would be would be pretty tough. All right. Wide receiver. So Devonta Smith, AJ Brown, Quez Watkins, Zach Pascal. I, I think we can all agree those four are locked in. Um do they keep five? And if that five is it Jalen Rager or does Britton Covey, Greg Ward, Deion Kane, John Hightower, Devin Allen, do any of those guys make it? I mean, Deion Kane, I think you could make a good case for, um, you know, Covey now with the injury. I, I think, I think all these guys will clear waivers. So I don't think they're worried about them getting picked up. I mean, if it was me, I would keep Deion Kane and cut Jalen Rager, but I guess we're predicting what the Eagles will do. Those first four seem like a complete lock, but Justin, do they cut Jalen Rager? So I don't think they will. Um, I will say I think they should. I even saw on some lists that, that we had potentially six receivers, which I think is a little much. Yeah. But I would keep Kane if if I'm gonna go with that and let go of Rager. Um, if you're going six, I would still let Rager go and either stick with Covey or Allen because they can essentially do what he does and even better, as you've seen. They can catch the ball. What does he do one, exactly? And then return <laughs> exactly. And then they have the potential to be speedy returners. So if Huntley's not there, as you pointed out, he you can utilize Huntley in the return game. But if he's not there and you potentially keep Allen or Covey, they kind of fill that void if that's the case. Yeah. Rob, where are you at? What are we doing to a receiver? I think they're keeping Rager, but I do yeah. think if there is any chance that Howie can trade him for like a fifth, sixth, something low, I think he might do it to free up that spot. 
yeah. get whatever he can back. So it, it still would not shock me if he's not on the roster come week one. Why do we do this? Why do we put Deion Kane in in over Jalen Rager with yeah. the idea that we're projecting that uh, Jalen Rager gets traded? I like that. I'm with that. Yeah. Just put a little put that out there to Howie because I, I think there's a real world where that could happen. And, you know, we got to have some hot takes. We are a podcast after all. <laughs> I don't even think it's so hot, but I like it. No, I mean, I guess it's not hot. It's just the Eagles. I don't know. They're the trade isn't is probably not that crazy, but I like kind of getting ahead of the market. The, the problem is there's just yeah. no room for Rager on this roster, right? No. I mean, yeah. we have four wide receivers that are in front of them. It, it's just there, there's nothing to be gained by it. We're we're better off bringing in someone else who could be a return guy or you know a role player guy and, and keeping them on the roster. In my opinion, let. You know, let cut Rager, let him move on. Maybe he has success somewhere else. Maybe he doesn't, but I think it's best for everyone to just move on at this point. I agree. Yeah. Uh, tight ends. So obviously, Dallas Goddard is a lock. Um, the the roster projection I'm looking at has Grant Calcaterra making it and Jack Stoll. Now, Jack Stoll, I think, is pretty much locked as well. Calcaterra is weird because he hasn't played barely at all. Um, you know, he's kind of been injured, but they also spent some draft capital on him, so you would think they would keep him. He didn't play in the preseason game, which you know you could you could surmise that like means his roster spots pretty safe. Uh, other tight ends probably going to get cut. Uh, Rogers, Toei, Noah Toei. Yeah. I mean, Richard Rogers. I feel bad for him. He's just like that. You know, <laughs> he's like uh, that 2 a.m. booty call. We're just like, when we really need someone, we call him up. Uh, but other than that, we don't. But he played around. He played pretty solid at times. Yeah. You know? I yeah, mean, yeah, he had yes. some nice catches, some touchdowns. Um, you know, I, I, I agree. He, he's probably odd man out here. But, uh, you know, he, he gave us some real production. Yeah, I think the I would definitely go with Calcaterra, say he's in there. I mean, and and like you said, if things don't work out and we haven't seen a ton of him, I mean, you can always cut him and like you pointed out, Richard Rogers is there. I don't think he's going anywhere. So you can, you can always bring it back if you need to. I did see we put Tyree Jackson on the pup list, I believe. So yeah. um he's, you know, when he potentially comes back who knows that guy's always banged up though the, what the past two years so um it'll be interesting Noah Toei he's interesting too like he was a guy who really flashed at our camp a couple years ago they cut him thinking he would clear waivers and then he randomly got picked up by the Colts so I don't know it does mm. seem like it'll probably just be Goddard Calcaterra stole um but I guess I wouldn't be shocked if Calcaterra is uh ends up getting cut Mm. All right. Offensive linemen. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think what. The, so, Mylotta, Dickerson, Kelsey, Sayamalu, Lane Johnson, Andre Dillard, Cam Jurgens, uh, Jack Driscoll, Sue Apeta, Jack Anderson. Uh, projected cuts right now are Coyote, Awoska, LaRaven Clark, Josh Stills, Cameron Tom, Jared Williams. I don't know. Um, I, I'm. Uh, I don't really see anything that jumps out at me as as crazy here. Um, maybe Raven Clark makes the team. I don't know, Rob. Any of these names that were mentioned on the cut list, you think have a shot? 
No, and, and, and I won't pretend to know enough about the, the you know, those depth guys. So, um, you know, I, I think clearly those guys up through Driscoll are, are safe. Um, then Opeta, Jackie Anderson, and and the other guys, I, I think it, you know, it's probably a little bit rolling the dice, but I think it sounds right what you said. Justin, you want to pretend yeah. like you know about, the, uh, about Sue Opeta and Jackie Anderson? Well, I just know Opetta's been with us, right? He's got yeah. his seasons, nice. same with Driscoll and whatnot. I would say maybe odd man out between Opetta, Anderson, and Driscoll. Well, I think Opetta stays definitely in Driscoll. So you're putting out maybe Anderson's out, but uh, the rest of those other guys are out. Anderson's, I think, the guy potentially on the cusp. And then what, Toth is on the pup list? Yeah. So he could come back. I don't know. Yep. All right. Uh, moving over to D-line. This is the edge rushers. This is pretty simple. Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett, Teron Jackson. Um, the, the one cut would be Matt Leo. I barely even know Matt Leo. Yeah, uh, I, I would. I would say they're going to keep the Teron Jackson because they need that fourth end. But I don't know. Not much to add here. That that seems about right. Agreed. Move on. <laughs> Let's rob us something. Nope. Interior D-line, you got Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Milton Williams, Marlon Tupielotu, all guys I know. Um, and, yeah, the, the cuts are, are looking like Marvin Wilson, Renee Wren, Kobe Smith. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think this is pretty much as advertised. I mean, Milton, Milton Williams, is he's uh, he's flashed a little bit here and there. Um and you know, obviously Davis, Cox, Hargrave, they're not going anywhere. And same with Tui Pulu too. Justin, you're <laughs> you live in Hawaii. You should be able to pronounce that. You, you said it, you got it. Tui okay, Yeah, you're good. Uh yeah, from what I read, he's improved a bit this season compared to last. So it looks like if there were be the guy on the fringe, he might be it. But I would I think he's staying from what it looks like. As you said. Yeah. Rob, any any thoughts on uh interior D line? Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you guys. I I think I think you're spot on. I, I you know, Milton Williams, I, I still have high hopes for him. I think he's gonna turn into a nice player. Um, so obviously he's safe and um you know, the other guys I, I think not so much. All right. I have a question with yeah. the next the next two I saw, you know, on the, the right side here was Sweat and Barnett. Is there any chance that Barnett gets mm. cut. Do you think he's just, you know, done enough boneheaded moves and plays? Who was it? Driscoll had that comment well, about I him last they, week. Didn't they, didn't they uh, what did they do with his contract? They reworked it, right? Or they, they, yeah, yeah. No, they didn't. We're not paying him much, I don't think. Well, they he didn't rework it. He was, a, he was a free agent. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're not paying him a ton. I think we're paying him like, Minimum for a spot. Is, I just quick googled it. It's it's a two year deal worth up to fourteen million, but essentially, oh. it's a one year deal worth five point five million, according to yeah. what I just saw. Um, yeah, they would probably have to eat that guaranteed money. Uh, that's a good point. I, I I think he's safe this year. I I think he does at times look good. It's just the you know the the errors and the the dumb plays that you know. Or just troublesome. 
If he ends up knocking out an offensive lineman in practice, is that five million worth it? I'm just saying. Rob's probably looking at the cops <laughs> for the uh, potential lawsuit there. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, I think he stays, but it's always fun to think, you know, what might happen to him, just because he just always seems to be such a pain in the ass. Yeah, I don't know. They that they would be. I I would be surprised, and they would probably lose that guaranteed money they gave him. It was Dillard, by the way, that got in a fight with them. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. It was Dillard, and that was and Dillard was the one. I, what was the the quote was? He goes, uh, "Hey, I'm coming back from a concussion, but so no headbutts." So <laughs> Eric Barnett just starts headbutting him. Like, what are you doing? This guy's on your team. He really is just an insane idiot. Fucking idiot. All right, <laughs> linebacker talk. Uh, we got the Sam linebacker. Hassan Reddick, Patrick Johnson, Kyron Johnson. I wouldn't be. Uh, uh, the Eagles did trade up to draft him, so they'll probably keep him on. But I could see Kyron Johnson getting cut. Um, I don't know where they would use the extra position on, but I don't know. Any any thoughts on that linebacker situation, Justin? I think you said, I think uh, what Patrick Johnson would be the odd man out uh uh, I think they would keep Kyron. I think, um, you know, Patrick Johnson's out there, actually. Um, just like you said, they traded up. And from what it looks like, uh, is it Kyron? Yeah, Kyron's the fast one out of the two, correct? One of them's pretty speedy. Yeah, I think Patrick's like the converted linebacker from end. Are we going to cut Patrick Johnson? Yeah. Rob, you co-signing that guy? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm co-signing that. All right. Justin's the defensive guru. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's a kicking. He's a k- kicking specialist. Exactly. Uh, other like the regular linebacker position, TJ Edwards, Kaiser White, Nicobe Dean, Davion Taylor, Sean Bradley all seem pretty much locks to make this team. Mm. Jacoby uh, Stevens, Christian Ellis, barely heard of them. I think those are auto cuts, but we do have an extra roster spot. So we could maybe give it to one of these guys. But again, Justin, you're the defensive specialist. I I feel like I've barely heard these guys' names. No, and stop calling me defensive specialist. But uh no, I'm a with defensive you. guru. I think you uh I think you picked it right. I'm I'm with everything you just said right there. Yeah. All right. Last or getting to the secondary cornerback, Darius Slay, Bradbury, Avante Maddox, Zek, McPherson, Josh Job who was, I think, kind of on the bubble, but um, he's been running with the second team. I think he gets in there. Um, now, now again, we do have an extra roster spot. We could give it to Kerry Vincent, Tay Gowan, Mac McCain, Mario Goodrich, Josh Blackwell. Any of those, uh, Rob, any of those names deeper on the roster you want to maybe give a shot to? No, I don't think so. Um, and I've, I've, you know, I've been reading some positive things about Josh Job lately, so I definitely yeah. think he's safe. Um, it yeah. seems like he's been playing pretty well, uh, and the team might like him. So uh, I, I think the list you have is is solid, and and I'm not inclined to give a safety net to anyone else. Yeah, you know, I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of uh, just from the short uh, playing time that I saw him play, but the. Kotri, um, apparently he's been good in practice though. Kotri, and he's, oh, that's a he's safety. 
So we, yeah. Oh, you didn't mention him in the minute. Sorry. I no, apologize. I just did the cornerbacks. But we, oh, I thought you went through a bunch of them. I was just kept staring at him and wanted to bring him up. Never mind. No, Go no, on. no. That's cool. We'll get to the. I mean, I think you're right. Cornerbacks as is, but I when we get to safety here, right now it looks like Marcus Epps, Anthony Harris, Josiah Scott, Kayvon Wallace probably on the team. Um, but then uh, how do you pronounce his name? Chikari. Andre Jakiski, Jakiski Tart. Reed oh, Boyd. you're looking at Tart, yeah. This Hugo Amadi. Uh, I think <laughs> keep five safeties because we still have that extra spot. Um, just because we're we really haven't figured out the safety position. I don't know, Justin. What about you? I mean, Tart. I I kind of want to keep Tart. I know he missed a bunch of time for personal reasons. Hasn't looked great. But, you know, he was like playing at a decently high level on a, you know, like a starting team in the NFC Championship last year. I feel like, I don't know, I, I don't want to give up on him yet. What do you Just what his you, experience. I'd be fine with keeping him. The guy who I'm kind of over is Wallace. I, I, I feel like we keep giving him chances and opportunities and he's not really taking advantage of it. Um, I'd be fine with keeping Tart. Um I do like the idea, and maybe it's Ch- uh, Chikari, maybe it's Blankenship, maybe it's Tart, but I, I, I don't know. And I, w- I guess I'm not shocked if they cut Kayvon Wallace either. Chikari, I, like I said, I, I haven't really liked his play from what I've seen, but I guess he does really good, and he's uh, a good special teams guy, and he has that versatility, and maybe that's why I thought he was in the corner spot, but he, he can play apparently safety and corner. So I, I guess they're going to keep him from everything I've read. But, man, he is – from the little I saw him, he didn't look great. But, I, I mean, they're seeing a ton more than I am, obviously. Hmm. You're more qualified, though, Justin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Blankenship is getting so much love. Like, just by P- – he's like the – seems to be like a big preseason favorite guy. Uh, Rob, what about you? Any, any thoughts on safety? I mean, a safety – and that was a bummer too. Jesse Bates, the Bengals safety that we had our eye on, he was holding out kind of uh, for the Bengals. Finally, just gave up and went back. He's, he probably thought if Kevin Durant isn't getting paid, I'm not. Um, may as well just pack up and go back to playing for the Bengals. But safety, I think, is still in the mix for them to trade for someone. I don't know if anyone's going to be like an upgrade or someone they actually start, but I could see like a late trade shaking things up. But wh- where are you at, Rob? Should we just throw Tart on? Yeah, I kind of like Tart. Um, you know, just based on kind of the the past play he's had, and and you know, I won't say I've watched him play much, but what I've read, so I'd be fine with that, <clears throat> keeping him on and and see where it goes. But I kind of agree with you. I I do think it's possible that there's another safety to be added either through free agency or through a trade. Um, so I think that's a position to keep an eye out because I certainly think safety is one of our one of if not the weakest spot on the roster. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, and then special teams, that one's pretty easy. It's Jake Elliott, Aaron Sipos, Rick Lovato, the long snapper. What uh, I feel like I haven't watched Sipos enough, but man, he I'm surprised they didn't bring in a punter to challenge uh Sipos, who was kind of a uh, a letdown last year. Justin, where are you at with Sipos? Are we are we okay with Sipos right now? Uh, I'm fine with him. I mean, yeah, would you like a better punter? Maybe he's all right. I'd say he's what, maybe average to a little above, but I, I don't know. I'm not going to worry about a punter. Rob, Sipos, are we worried? Uh, no, I don't know. It's a punter. 
I think it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Moving over to, uh, well, I don't know. Do you guys have any predictions for the third preseason game? The, the problem is when they do these joint practices, uh, they I feel like they use all the starters there, and then it's just really, especially the third preseason, is just complete, complete uh, nothing there. I will predict that. Reed Sinet, uh throws another bomb. That was actually the highlight of preseason uh, week two. Any any bold takes for uh, for preseason week three, Rob? No, I don't think you're going to see any starters. I mean, I think I feel like I've been reading all day. Teams aren't playing starters in the third preseason game, so I don't think the Eagles are going to be any different, especially coming off the uh, you know the joint practice. So, um, I, you know, just look for depth. Look look at the rookies and and see how it goes. Justin has yeah, it. I'm with you. Uh no, nah, I don't I'm I got no predictions at this point. It and uh yeah, that's it. All right, let's talk. Um I, I pulled some like uh, Eagles season long bets, and I think it'd be fun. Uh we got we got some here. Pick our favorite of these. I, I cut them up into two batches. So some Eagles uh special bets for the season. AJ Brown, Devonta Smith over uh well essentially 2000 combined receiving yards between the two of them. That's plus 105. AJ Brown to have at least two games over 124 and a half receiving yards in the regular season. That's plus 190. Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders over 14 and a half regular season rushing touchdowns scored. That's plus 120. Jalen Hurts over 24 and a half regular season passing touchdowns and AJ Brown over a thousand and a half regular season receiving yards. That's plus two sixty five. Uh Justin, I'll let you go first. Which of these bets is uh most intriguing? I mean, uh I'm gonna go with the first one because I, I felt like I was uh listening to the specials when I go to a restaurant and it's just blank out after the first one. So uh yeah, I'm gonna say that combined AJ and Devontae have over two thousand yards between them. I mean, Devontae almost had a thousand yards last season alone. Yeah. Uh we throw AJ into the mix. Yeah, they can pull some yards and catches from each other, but I think that's actually gonna open up the passing game a lot more. And as we alluded to before, it looked like Sirianni wanted to throw the ball a lot more last season, but you know, he realized had to pull it back a little bit. I think with AJ, it just creates a more dynamic offense in the end. So uh I would lock up over two thousand yards between them. Rob, where are you at? Which one of these is most tempting? Or so you would go, Justin. You're going smallest. That's only plus one hundred five uh, odds. Wise. I like it. It's a lock. I mean, a lock you can't get away from. Why not take my money and run? I call it a lock, Rob. Yeah, I actually like uh, Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders. Fourteen and a half regular season TDs. Uh, it's an interesting one because Hurts had what like ten last year 10 himself. Last year, yeah. But then Sanders had – did he even have any? I'm not yeah, sure. Zero. Yeah. Um, I do think, though, this year they're going to make a little bit more of an effort to give him some touches, get him a couple TDs. Um, so I, I'm going to go with that. I'm a little concerned because obviously we're going to have a better passing game this year, but I still think, you know, especially when we get down toward the goal line, Hurts rushing is is a big asset. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm slightly worried about Sanders. I'm just worried about Sanders' health. I I think, and maybe Hurts. You know, ten is a lot in a season. Uh, I think maybe he they throw for a little bit more. Maybe he's only like eight 
and then you know miles gets like five i don't know i'm a little worried about that one uh, honestly the one that jumped out at me that i think is is kind of um more reasonable than it may sound uh just uh jalen hurts over 24 and a half regular season passing touchdowns and aj brown over a thousand and a half regular season receiving yards so I, I and that one's plus two sixty five, so I'm getting double the odds uh, of some of these other ones. AJ Brown his first two you know years in the in the league uh, for the Titans he had a thousand fifty one thousand seventy five last year he only had eight sixty nine, but um, I, I think he can get that. I think that's pretty doable, and I think you know I, I think they're going to be passing more. They're going to be passing more near the goal line, and I think AJ Brown himself can help. Hertz get from that 16 passing touchdowns up to 25 passing touchdowns. I don't think that's as crazy as a, a leap as, as it sounds. So yeah, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go long shot here relatively at plus two sixty five. Hertz over 24 and a half passing touchdowns, AJ Brown over a thousand and a half rushing yards. Let, let right. me ask you guys yeah. this before we go on to the next one. Yeah. If you had to bet right now, who has more receiving yards, uh, A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith? Yeah, I kept going back and forth on this because I, in one way, it's like, oh, everyone's going to be covering A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith's going to be wide open. But then, I don't know. I, I think I think it's going to be A.J. Brown just because he, by all accounts, it seems like they're really trying to work him hard into the offense. Um and yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be AJ's AJ's uh, AJ's world when it comes to he's just going to get more targets. So I I like his chances better. But you I, you could talk me out of it, Justin. We're going to play devil's advocate here. I actually not even devil's advocate. I actually think it's going to end up being Devonte. I mean, he was able to get eight hundred last what or nine hundred something, right? Uh, he's just short of a thousand last season, right? And so there wasn't really anybody on the other side of the ball. So I would say I think Devante is going to be able to do it. And as you said, I think the key thing is that AJ is just going to be able to open up so much more for him. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. What about you, Rob? I mean, also you could talk me into, you know, Dallas Goddard having a massive year. Like I think it's going to be, and it might be frustrating for fantasy because it's going to be like Goddard, AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. And I could see their weeks with like, where each guy ends up being the guy of those three. Yeah. I, if, if you're pushing me for an answer, which obviously we are for the purpose of the segment, I think it's <laughs> AJ Brown this year. Well, and also you were but, the one uh, but, who brought it up. Well, no, I know. Um, <laughs> no, it's just funny. I'm pushing you. But I do think, <laughs> I, I think it's quite possible that Devonte Smith turns into the better receiver. Ooh, hmm. that's a pass this year. Um, you know, it's just really interesting, and and there, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't even say better because it does seem like they could be the perfect complements to each other. Because yeah. you know, AJ Brown is this big, strong, physical guy that can break tackles, and then all you hear about Devontae Smith is just how his route running is just yeah. so flawless, and how he just keep going, Rob, keep going. You know, <laughs> he just uh, he just has this knack for shaking coverage and getting open, um, and obviously, it's not due to you know, his large size or, or physicality. I mean, not that he's not physical, but um, he's just, he just has a way of, of getting open. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how they develop, how the, the targets go. And, 
you know, if you told me at the end of their careers, Devontae Smith had the bigger numbers, it wouldn't. I, I don't know that I would necessarily argue with you. It could go either way, I think. Yeah, I, I guess I think for me, the A.J. Brown's ability to catch and run and, you know, obviously Hurts has struggled with like stuff deep down the field and that kind of um, and maybe some of the routes that Devonta would really excel at. So I think if he can hit A.J. Brown like in stride with some slants and and just catch him in stride, he is just a tough guy to tackle. So I think ultimately that's what's going to give him the edge over Devonta. But again, Devonta is going to be going up against number two cornerbacks. Like this is a really great problem to have. And I think people who are anti Jalen Hurts, I don't think they understand enough like how open these guys are going to get in this offense. Like, you know, if Hurts just improves like five or 10% with his passing ability and recognition and reading, he could have a much bigger year because he's just throwing AJ Brown's going to make you look so much better. Taking a quick break to talk about run your pool. That's right. Run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. They got tons of different pools, pick them survivor fantasy and Hey, SGPN, we got our own NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spots. $500 cash and a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. All you got to do to get started is go to play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Get started today with Run Your Pool. Perfect place to Run your pool. That's right. Just like the name says, again, uh, perfect for competing against your fellow SGPN listeners, your fellow Eagles fans. Maybe you and your Eagles buddies got a pool. You're going to be running an NFL pick them, Survivor, all different kinds of uh, pools, fully customizable. Highly, highly recommend run your pool. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. That's right. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players. I, I love Sleeper. It's uh, great. Use it on our SGPN Dynasty League. And now I, I love the over-under game. It is uh, so much fun to just go in there. Uh, I've been doing it a ton for MLB and then NFL right around the corner. Just simply pick over-under on your favorite uh, player props. Combine them together. You can get uh, up to 2X all the way up to 20X the money you put in. That's right. 2X all the way up to 20X. All you got to do is go to sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Sleeper.com slash SGP. Or if you already have Sleeper, just click the over under game. Use the promo code SGP on deposit. You'll get that 100% deposit match up to $100. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Waking up early for an Eagles game. Getting ready for a tailgate. You got to get that. Get that Eagles traveler mug and fill it up with some delicious trade coffee. Oh, man, I am so excited that trade coffee is back. I love my delicious trade coffee. They've delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. And again, um, you know, what I like in coffee might be different than what you like in a, in a cup of coffee. And that's what's great. They have a coffee quiz where they ask you, hey, do you like this? Do you like that? How much caffeine? What kind of what kind of aromas? I, I'm a big whole bean guy. I could talk about coffee all day and especially trade coffee. It's so tasty. Look forward to every time I get it in the mail. 
Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. Hola, me amo Sean, and me encanta the Philadelphia Eagles. That's right. I just said, my name is Sean, and I love the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm picking that up from Babbel. Babbel is the best way to learn a language, bite-sized language lessons. Again, much easier than, uh, I mean, I don't know if you remember in high school or college. It was brutal learning learning the language like that. Uh, Babbel makes it fun, easy. Um, They have speech recognition, so they can help you out with your pronunciation. That is always where I mess up. They got 14 different languages, Spanish, French, Italian, German. Hey, well, you got a trip coming up. You're just trying to, or maybe you're you know, trying to impress a, a lady friend who speaks French, Italian, German, or Spanish. And you're like, Hey, I'm going to impress them. I'm going to get started over on Babbel. They make it fun. I mean, it, it doesn't feel like a chore. I I'm excited every day to, you know, burn through my lesson and, and you get those little uh, achievement bars as you, as you learn. And they also have uh, cool other stuff like podcasts, games, videos, making it really uh, fun to learn a new language. It's super exciting. Glad I signed up. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. And we are back on the Die Hard Eagles podcast. Yeah, I'm with you. (laughs) <laughs> I agree with you hundred percent. I mean, I think the other thing too, is the fact that Goddard is in the mix as well. And then you got the speed yeah. of Watkins. So that field is going to be open. I think if you look and, back and at that Zach, one preseason and, play. And with, I feel like we haven't talked enough about Zach Pascal, who. Yeah, that's true. Just like a, he's like a big, he's perfect. Cause if you want to go big slot, you can put him in there. If you want to go speedy guy, you put Quez in the slot. Um, I think mm. Zach Pascal could steal some touchdowns. Uh, from from Devonta and AJ Brown. That's why I don't even like, you know, like AJ and Devonta's touchdown props, and why I'm not as high even as I as you might want to be on them for fantasy. Because I think guys like Goddard and Pascal uh, could seal their passing, their receiving touchdowns. All right, closing it out. I do. You guys both have the rundown up because I got a bunch of other uh, fun ones here, and just. Just rat, go through, pick your favorite. Um, one that I like. Yeah, this is, uh, what are we looking at? <sighs> All right. Philadelphia Eagles to reach the NFC Championship game and Jalen Hurts over 360, 50 and a half passing yards, 10 to 1. Let's go, baby. Uh, I like that one. That one's pretty fun. You only uh, 360, 50 passing yards is not that much. I mean, I can, I can look at what he did last year. The the passing yardage is least of the concern. I mean, he did 31, 44 last year. Um, so I think him getting up to 36, 50 plays all 17. That's very doable. It's just obviously getting to the NFC championship game, but you just have to get there and uh, two wins, one at home. Let's go. 10 to one, probably not the greatest price, but uh, again, that, it's fun. <laughs> Justin, what about you? Any of these jump out of you? Um, yeah, I, so I'm looking at what you got here. I would uh, Eagles to be 
NFC number one seed. I might even go with that. I think what that's sixteen. You know what? Yeah, I'm looking there. at that one's sixteen yeah. one. I almost like that better because especially, you know, our schedule relatively easy. We beat up the division, get hot, then it, then it's not relying on like multiple playoff wins, and you're getting uh, better price. So I'm with you. Let's do. Uh, I'll I'll go that one sixteen. Sean, I'm curious with these bets, are these just all bets that you've bet on already? And then you bring them <laughs> yes, to the I'm podcast. Just showing, just I'm to just like, showing the betting slip. I already put it. <laughs> feel feel better about yourself and the bet that you put These it? are all good, like right, guys. But no. <laughs> I, yeah, mean, I, they I like the I like the number one seed bet because as we pointed out, I mean, we should be around eleven wins, partially conservatively, if everybody's healthy and whatnot. Um, obviously I don't think that's enough to get you in the number one seat, but at 16 to one, you get a couple lucky ones in there. I mean, you're, you're 13 and four, potentially what? 14 and three. Um, I don't know if we ever get there, but 16 to one, why not throw some money on it? I like it. and, And again, like what's interesting about the NFC is like, there's no, it's not like the AFC where it's like, there's a couple clear, like super strong teams. I don't know. For me, the NFC, it's like, there's a, you know, a handful of like pretty good teams and, you know, you can already poke holes in the Rams, uh, you know, green Bay, no Devonte Adams. And I'm, and uh, you know, I think green Bay, Tampa Bay, uh, you know, maybe even throw in like the, Bron- uh, or not the Broncos, but um, the 49ers, like there's certainly some tough teams, but it's not like, I, I don't know. The AFC seems way more top heavy, top heavy. Than the NFC, so I, I think it's wide open, sixteen to one. I'm rolling it. I also I also like a team bet like that because then you know if you're doing touchdowns like rushing yeah. touchdowns and stuff like that, you start to get annoyed that you know one guy scored and not the other. So. Yeah, for your rooting interest, that one's a fun one. Rob, any of these jump out of you? Or are you co-signing the sixteen to one? Uh, I guess I'll co-sign it. I, I, I mean, mostly because of the odds. Um, yeah. I think it's worth a shot. Um, you know, I. I thought about you know hurts to throw over 400 in one game uh the odds are a lot less there but you know i was just looking at his stats last year i don't think he's ever done it no um, i don't I'm even not think convinced he... he will this year what do we have better odds happening hurts throwing over 400 or going you know winning or being number one seed you know i think it's got to be being number one seed <laughs> Even though the Hurts throwing over four hundred is is better, I know Hurts Hurts throwing for four hundred. I think they have it priced at what like it's like three to one, yeah, 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 plus three thirty. So it's like three to one. But I I feel way more confident about them uh, about them getting the number one seed at sixteen to one. I mean, he you know he did have. He came close against the Chiefs. He had 387 yards. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know what? Uh, to, Rob, right, which again, was a shootout. Tickling my fancy now. The the <laughs> thing about, and I forget his um his rookie, uh, his rookie year, 2020, he had two games. That Arizona game, he threw for 338, and that, that uh, Cowboys game, he threw for 342. It's just interesting because, like, they clearly – that was when they were losing. They were playing from behind. I just don't know if they're going to get blown out enough to the point where like, he's going to be throwing the ball that much and racking up a shit ton of passing yards. So I don't know. I do kind of like the, uh, <laughs> I, I do kind of like the um, 16 to one better, but I, you know, him throwing for 400 yards would be pretty amazing. I don't know. We'll see. 
All right. Uh, so what what are we doing next week? Are we just gonna do? Uh, I feel like maybe final season predictions. Maybe walk through each each guy's player props. Because uh, we're based, we don't have a preseason game to to mention one pick on, and it's just it's just countdown. Rob, what are you? Any plans? This is a great way to end this uh, episode. Any plans already for game one? It is the one o'clock East Coast kick against the Lions. Uh, what what are the plans? Are you just chilling at home? Think I, I think first you- game of the year. I'll probably watch at home. Um, I'm thankful it's a one o'clock game. I don't have to stay up late. <laughs> I'm um, already dreading. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe get some wings, something. Um, but yeah, I think I'll watch the first one at home. Justin, I, what need, you- I need to be in a safe space to take it all in. <laughs> you know, I am. I'm honestly. What's your, uh, let's, let's hear what your, what are your plans, Justin? And then what's your, let's be real. Are you nervous at all that the fact that we're playing the lines, maybe I'm just getting brainwashed by watching hard knocks. Um, but I am slightly nervous. I mean, you know, games like opening up against the lines, you can only, uh, you can only fuck it up. Right. Because it's one of those things where if you, you know, even if you win, people are like, oh, yeah, you were supposed to. It was the Lions. But then if you lose or if you come in, I don't know, at, at a scale of zero to 10, I'm like three and a half right now, nervous for the Lions game. Justin, what are you doing for the game? And uh, what's your nervous level? So I'll wake up early because game starts at seven. I got to get to Waikiki Brewing by about 6.30 or 6.45. Make sure we got a spot. Also got to get the girls ready in their Eagles gear. Um, (laughs) Take them, my daughters and my wife. And, uh, you know, get a spot there, watch the game. Um, Am I nervous about us playing the Lions? I feel like this is going to sound weird, but I'm a little nervous that I'm not nervous. (laughs) I shouldn't feel... Like it's so weird. I feel like Next we level. are we should be we should be uh nervous though, but it just seems like we got something good going this season. Um I hate to say that too, oh, but man. it just it, Rob, it has seems Justin like... ever heard of a jinx? What is he doing? <laughs> uh, I mean, first of all, Sean, you just Yo. pick you just pick the Eagles to be the number one seed in the NFC. <laughs> yeah, and then in the, the immediate place. next segment, you're nervous about the Lions game. So uh, I don't a, know how that sinks point, up. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it, the fear of the Lions is not rational. It's not based on any uh, you know, yeah. matchups or numbers. It's just God, we could really fuck that up. And I tell you what, watching Dan Campbell though on Hard Knocks just makes me so happy that you know we have Sirianni. Yeah, uh, yeah he's a raw raw coach, but you just see like how organized and the fact that you know Sirianni has a plan. Like, and he always talks about you know fundamentals and things like that. And like Dan Campbell, I just can't like you know, connect with what he's saying other than like play hard and be tough and grit. And it's like, I don't know how far that gets you. Yeah. And I think that's great if he's like the special teams coach or strength and conditioning, but like head coach, I don't know. Like I I feel like the yelling and screaming eventually gets lost on the guys and it feels like their whole team. Every coach is kind of that guy. I think it's good to have one or two of those guys that are like, you know, throwing chairs around like back at freedom high school, we had a coach who punched through a chalkboard and then he had to bring the chalkboard, uh, a replacement chalkboard. Cause it was an away game. So you need like one of the, you need like one loose cannon. You can't have a whole <laughs> staff of loose cannons. Um, so that's what I worry about with the, uh, 
with the uh, with the Lions there. Rob, are you before we go? Are you nervous at all about the Lions? I mean, you're always worried, nervous for the first game, but no, I'm I'm confident. I think they're going to come out, and I think they're going to play well. All right. That's what I need to hear. Hey, give us a follow on Twitter at DieHardEagles52. Check out the Diehard Eagles merch in the SGPN store. A lot of cool <laughs> Eagles gear. Check it out. Support the pod. Unless you're a Cowboys fan, then why are you listening to this? Hey, for the Diehard Eagles podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green. For Rob, for Justin, Go birds. Go Go birds. birds.